Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is Friday, May 20th, 2022. This is Shannon, and tonight I am here with Stacy, Sarah, Mika, Natalia, Georgina, and Christine. We are almost four years old as a group, and Christine is finally here for a Picks episode. We are looking ahead to the most anticipated books coming out in June. So... We are going to start out with the usual housekeeping information. Then Mika will get us started with her first book, followed by me, Sarah, Natalia, Christine, Georgina, and Stacy. You can find us on Twitter and on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. You can always post just on the Book Bistro timeline. Some of you have done that. I'm always so happy to see when you've published posts there. You can join our Facebook listener group where you can chat with us as well as with other podcast listeners. You can keep an eye on some of what we're reading. We usually update you each Wednesday with a look at our current reads. If you'd like to get a hold of us and social media is not really your thing, you can email us. That address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. So when you think of weddings, you, you think of like beautiful dresses, right? Like the bride in the beautiful dress and, um, and how gorgeous that dress has to be and all of its like, Ten tiered glory and all the veils and the train and I watch a lot of say yes to the dress. All, Me too. Like both England, the London one, and the Southern one, and the one in New York. So I don't know anything about dresses except that I am an arm. I am now an armchair expert. Um, <laughs> but what about what about the dress that Jacqueline Onassis wore? or Jacqueline Bouvier Onassis wore before marrying Don F. Kennedy. Like, you know, oh. she was like a socialite and, um, and, you know, he was also very social and, and the president, but I don't think he was president back then. Um, no. But could you just imagine how beautiful her dress had to have been and how amazing her dress had to have been. And, what about the person who designed such an amazing dress? And we don't really hear about the designer very much. And I bet that um, unless you read the synopsis of this book um, and are much more mired in history um, than was like necessarily taught to us in school, I bet that you probably don't know that the designer of the dress was black. Stop. I did not. Wow. Except when I, I read not. this 
Um, <laughs> Except when I added this to the list of books. Yeah, <laughs> I was today years old when I found that out. So yeah, me too. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I feel young again. <laughs> years old because I didn't know either. And wow. so the book that I'm going to be talking about tonight is called By Her Design, and it is by Piper Hoogley. And when I tell you that, first of all, if you have not yet read a Piper Hoogley novel. You are really missing out. She writes historicals featuring Black people. She writes Westerns featuring Black people. She, um, and now here is this book that is based on the true story of a woman by the name of Anne Lowe. And Anne was taught to be a seamstress by her, by her grandmother, who was a former slave. Um, oh. And by other uh, seamstresses who were former slaves and this talks about her this talks about her life and I don't really read a lot of historicals but when I tell you that this book has grabbed my attention um, and it talks about that Anne was 12 years old when she eloped with a married man with a um, whoa, man. Whoa. Well, uh, yeah I know I know she was 12 when she eloped with a much older man and then he became an alcoholic and mm. she had to escape with her baby. And Ooh. then she was, um, some people in Tampa found out about her and like, what? Like, can you imagine what it was like to be a black woman in the twenties in the South trying Ooh. to put her name out there as a designer? No. And uh, she was, and she was a designer from the twenties to the sixties. Um, and so she is the one that designed the dress and a week before the wedding, before like probably one of the biggest weddings of our time, well, of my parents' time, <laughs> um, you know, she, the a pipe burst in her shop and oh. water destroyed the dresses and they had, and she, along with her seamstresses had to fix and recreate all of those different dresses. There was like 11 of them. that they had to fix and I am telling you I am so excited to learn about this this is the kind of thing that would have gotten me really fascinated and more interested in history in school had they bothered to teach it and Mm -hmm. and this book has just it has just grabbed me by my heart I have to read this so again it is called by her design by Piper Hughley and it comes out on June the 7th. So you don't have a long wait. Ooh, not oh, too long. my wow. God. I need this book. I'm so yeah, mad that we never knew this. Too. It's true. I know. Yeah. All right. So my first book tonight is actually one that I stole from Kristen when she opted out of this week's episode. So this is Della Wed's Destiny by Tomi Abaro, and it comes out on June 28th. This is a female friendship story about three women who have been friends for pretty much as far back as they can remember. Um, They had a lot of turmoil during their college years, and apparently we learn about this as, you know, the, the novel unfolds. But they have been estranged for a number of years and they're finally coming back together 
for the wedding of one of these women's daughters. So as the story unfolds, we move back and forth in time from like the present day when this wedding is taking place to all of the things that draw these women together and pull them apart. There is, I think, something really, really special about a lot of these female friendship stories that are coming out. Um, I read Wahala by Nikki May earlier oh. this year, and I loved it so incredibly much. It's another um, female friendship story. This one is set in London about three Nigerian women. And this one looks like it will have some similarities to that one, although without the kind of thrillery aspect that we did get from Wahala. This looks like, you know, more straight up women's fiction. Um, it talks about kind of the, the ties that we have between mothers and daughters, between friends, between friends who, for whatever reason, become our family, whether it's because, you know, we don't feel close to our like family of origin or that, you know, these people kind of become part of our family of origin through a series of events. Um, this is a debut novel. It's gotten quite a bit of pre-publication buzz. So I'm pretty excited about it. It's Della Wed's Destiny by Tomi Abaro, and it comes out on June 28th. I really, really need to give credit to my sister for my first <gasps> book. I know. <laughs> That's why I'm giving you credit. I know how much you enjoy the accolades. <laughs> so I needed a little help this month because when we were looking at books, I had COVID and I felt awful. And I said, I really want to be in this episode, but I really feel terrible. Can you help me? And she said, oh my gosh, I found this book and I think you're really going to like it. And I am so excited to read it. It's called Nora Goes Off Script by Annabelle yes. Monahan. I know, Annabelle Monahan. And this book is released on June 7th. And this is the story of Nora. And Nora is a romance channel screenwriter. And she has a pretty busy life and two kids and a husband who is um, kind of chronically allergic to work. <laughs> and I know. He sounds like a real winner. Chronically allergic. Yes. And so Nora, suddenly one day, her husband decides that he's tired of husbanding. So he's going to leave and leave her with her two children and stop with the husbanding, husbanding business. That is not what the book said. I just put that in there. And so... <laughs> so... Nora, in her like kind of grief and rage, writes the best film script of her life. And it's picked up for like a major motion picture and a former like hottest man alive. I don't know why it's former. Leo plays her ne'er-do-well husband in this film. So she really enjoys the whole experience. But then after it's a wrap, after everybody leaves, she goes on, on her porch the next morning and finds Leo sitting there with an almost empty bottle of tequila. And he says to her, please, I want to stay here for seven days. I'll give you $1,000 a day. I oh. forgot to say that the movie was 
um, filmed at her 100-year-old home. I'm sorry, I forgot to include that. So he, she's like, okay, well, $7,000. I mean, I have two kids to take care of and that'll give me a little more time before I have to do something else. So he stays. And what Nora and Leo learn is that their love is the real kind of love with challenges and kids and it's messy and amazing and amazing things happen when Nora goes off script. So again, this book is called Nora Goes Off Script. It's by Annabelle Monahan and it's coming out on June 7th. I want this book so bad. I'm so excited about it. I know. I am me too. very excited for this one. So my first book of tonight is called The Lies I Tell by Julie oh, Clark. Yes. And it will be the second book that I read, read rather, by this author. Uh, the first book I read was called Her Last Flight. And uh, it was really good. So I'm pretty sure that this one's going to be just as good. I mean, come on. A book that the synopsis starts with she's back. Huh. What does that even mean? Who's back? She's Why? Back. <laughs> Meg Williams, Maggie Littleton, Melody Wild. All different names for the same person. And oh. this depends on the town. It depends on the job. This is a con artist who Ooh. erases herself to become whoever you need her to be. A college student, a life coach, a real estate agent. Can she become a millionaire? Because I'm all for that. Um, maybe, depending on if her like other professions are super successful, maybe. Well, nothing about her is real because she slides alongside you and tells you exactly what you need to hear. And by the time she's done, you've likely lost everything. <laughs> and here comes Kat. At Roberts, who's been waiting 10 years for the woman who appended her life to return. And now that she has, because, um, you know, they're always dumb enough to return to the scene of the crime, I guess. Cat uh, is determined to be the one to expose her. But as the Ooh. two women grow, cro- grow closer, Cat's long-held assumptions begin to crumble, leaving Cat to wonder who is Meg's true target. <laughs> So The Lies I Tell is a twisted domestic thriller that dives deeply into the psyches and motivations of two women and their quests to seek justice and rewrite the future. Okay. Yes. So I have no idea what this is about, but I want to read it. (laughs) Yeah, but what I mean is like, I don't know. I, you know, I don't, I don't know who's going to have the redeemable qualities here like this is Uh, is all this is all a mystery which is the best part of the domestic thriller right and unfortunately we have to wait until june 21st to read this book so this is the lies i tell by julie clark and since we have to wait so long if you like the sound of this book please pick up her last flight that book was just epic i read in one sitting it was so good it was so good been a couple of years since it was out too i just read it like i don't know maybe less than six months maybe ago it is my first book is the woman in the library by sulari gentil uh, it's the best way i can 
think of to pronounce that. I hope it's not too massacred. And I like how it starts out too. The first line of the thing says, in every person's story, there's something to hide. So that's good. That gets you going. It's a thriller, but then all of mine are tonight. I read a lot of them. So we are in the Boston Public Library in an ornate reading room. Uh, Yeah, except I'm not sure if it's a good place to be because it's very quiet, as libraries should be. And then there's a scream. Oh. And that's not what you want at a library. So security guards and police rush in and they tell everybody that they need to stay put while they investigate and find out what's going on. And so there's this table where four people are sitting and they start chatting and they become friends just in however many hours this might take to do this. They all have their reasons for being in this room. One of them is a murderer. Oh, so they just we're going to follow all these conversations and see them become friends. And it says that it is a very twisty thriller and it talks about the complex nature of friendship. And it shows us that sometimes the greatest weapon and the most treacherous weapon of all is words. So this is The Woman in the Library by Sulori Gentile. And it comes out, and I didn't say this the the first, I'm sorry. This is my first ever pick, so forgive me. But it comes out (laughs) on June the 7th. And as Natalia says, 2022. Yes. My first book that I'm going to talk about is... The Island Wedding by Jenny Colgan. Oh, yay. This is the fourth book, it looks like, in the series. Um, Floor and Joel are planning their wedding on the island. They just want a small, intimate little get-together. But some people aren't happy that they're not invited to the wedding. So they're planning this wedding and somebody who left the island named Olivia decides that she's going to come back, even though she's been gone about 10, 12 years. And she wants to have her wedding the same time that Floor does. And so their Floor is unsure if she can pull it off her wedding and make it small because Olivia wants hers huge and everybody invited. Oh, So we shall see if Floor can pull this off. Olivia sounds like a bridezilla. (laughs) She does. (laughs) This is um, The Island Wedding by Jenny Colgan and it comes out June 21st, 2022. June 21st. This is one of those like newer. I wanted a huge one. Yes. 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 I love this series. It's really good. It is a good one. 
I am super excited about my first book tonight. Actually, I'm super excited about every book I'm talking about tonight. But this one I saw quite by accident and I screamed because I didn't know it was coming out. And a couple months ago, I binged a series by Rebecca Zanetti called the Deep Ops series. And the first book in that series is Hidden. And that's where you should start. This is definitely a series, Natalia, that should be read in order. You can't just do standalones like I usually do. So people on this they podcast have will be happy. Read in order. They don't, though. Sure. That's the all thing. Series. <laughs> all no, they don't. Series. I read this series um, and binged it like in a couple days because it was so good. And I sort of thought it was possibly over because one of the storylines was kind of wrapped up one of the major plot points at the end of the fourth book. So imagine my exuberant joy when I discovered that Unforgiven Deep Ops book five by Rebecca Zanetti is coming out on June 7th. June 7th is going to be a gorgeous day for books. I'm just saying. This book, the very first line of the synopsis is run. So right away, I'm excited because like, who are we running from? Where are we going? So Gemma Falls has used her knowledge of game theory to stay ahead of a killer of this stalker for years and years. She never thought it would come in such great, in such a, in handy so well, but it has. And it's, it's what's kept her ahead of this stalker. And finally, now she's able to teach at DC University. And she feels like this could be a really great start for or a, a change for her and her young daughter. And it totally would be, except there's this really annoying um, philosophy professor who keeps getting under her foot and he keeps like offering his opinions and offering her advice. And it's super annoying because he keeps doing it in like this really hot British accent. Oh, wouldn't that piss you guys off? It really would me not. And so then we have Jethro. And Jethro. Jethro, yes, Jethro. And you know, he's British. So Jethro and Jethro is living this life. He's teaching philosophy at the university, but Jethro has some very deep and hidden depths because before, before he was a professor at a university, he worked for queen and country doing things that make him feel that he can never be forgiven for his past. And then he started working with Deep Ops, which is obviously the group in this series. And he just feels like, you know, he's just irredeemable. Now, however, things are getting pretty tense for Gemma and Jethro has to decide. Gemma and Jethro. Gemma or Jethro has to decide whether or not he is going to kind of stay in the background or if he's just going to go all in to keep her safe, which means getting his hands dirty once again. This series is by far my favorite by Rebecca Zanetti. Um, I've enjoyed all of the other series by her. I've read like uh, at least three other ones, but this one is like on a whole different level. Um, I love the writing style. I love the, the plotting, the pacing, uh, it's about a bunch of very tormented heroes and the strong and interesting women that they end up with. Um, it's about found family. It's about a group of sort of misfits who were not expected to succeed and who've put together this whole 
I'm not going to say what, and just gone beyond what anyone would have expected. Just this deep ops, this, um, this organization, this company within the very secret organization within the government. And there's um, a German shepherd in all the books that is just delightful um, and ridiculous. And, you know, they're just really well-written, fast-paced, sexy stories. So if you're going to read this series and you haven't yet, start with Hidden, and that is book one of Deep Ops. But if you have read the series and you are caught up and you want to know about Jethro and Gemma, you need to read Unforgiven, Deep Ops book five by Rebecca Zanetti, and it will come out, oh, happy day on June 7th. The next book that I'm going to talk about is Thank You, Next. I want this um, one. By Andy Christopher. Um, <clears throat> also a song by Ariana Grande. So, <laughs> and, and when I was like combing through Goodreads and trying to find the book, I'm like, how many of these titles have Thank You, Next? Stop it, other authors. I just want to write, I just want to read Andy Christopher. Um <laughs> so I it's really interesting because like I'm not really huge into like romantic comedy but my god this book looks like it's so much fun so Alex is a divorce attorney and she um dates men and she dumps them which my kind of girl um and (laughs) and she what ends up happening is that every time a man dates her and they break up, he ends up finding his happily ever after with someone else, <sighs> like the very Ooh. next person. And so it could leave a girl to wonder, like, what's wrong with her? You know, <laughs> like, why is this happening? So she, um, she is, she is going to go through a um, go down like a romp where she is going to go visit all of her exes to ask them what is the problem like what is it about me why didn't you date me (laughs) no like um to see to see what maybe she needs to fix about herself um and then there is will harkness and will (laughs) is a chef And he and Alex mix like oil and vinegar, as the synopsis says. (laughs) However, when he finds out that this is what Alex is going to do, he's going to go hang out. He wants to go, too, because he wants to know what they did wrong so that he doesn't do it. (laughs) And so, first of all, this could never be me. Okay, like my exes in the past, like I absolutely not going back to find out because I knew I was surprised. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh my gosh, like this this book looks like it is going to be so much fun. I cannot wait to see the personalities of the guys that she has dated in the past. I can't wait to see what they have to say about her. And I'm really hoping for this book that um, that really that Alex finds out within herself that she's pretty damn great. And she doesn't she don't need no man except Will. <laughs> so <laughs> except Will. Except Will. So, um, so again this book is called Thank You Next by Andy Christopher and it comes out on June 14th. Mm-hmm. And a little every, further away. 
every month Shannon like has us all email her our like our our picks that we want to talk about for the month that we're excited about. And this is one of mine. And I am so excited that you talked about it, Mika, because I want this book so bad. All right. Mm -hmm. So my next book is about jewelry. Diamonds. Do we get some? No, I don't think we do. Um, And given what jewelry did to this particular family that we're going to talk about, I I don't know that we, we should get some. So this is Guilt. Guilt, G-I-L-T, by Jamie Brenner, and it comes out on June 21st. Um, this one is a family saga about a jewelry dynasty. Um, this is the Pavlin family. And before the book starts, there was this great publicity stunt, and it basically fractured the relationships of these three sisters who are part of this family. One of them ended up unlucky in love. Another one fled to Cape Cod. And the third one ultimately ended up dead. So whatever kind of publicity stunt this was, um, I don't think anyone should try to recreate it like ever. So years later, we start following and we have another Gemma. Um, you know, not not the same one that Stacy talked about, but This is Gemma Maybrook, and her mother was the sister who ended up dead as a result of this publicity stunt. So she has been cast out from this family. She doesn't really know a lot about her heritage, Um, but she thinks that she's owed something. So she spent years figuring out kind of how she was going to not only reclaim this diamond that she thinks is sort of her mother's like kind of legacy to her it's called the electric rose I don't know what kind of diamond this is but it's apparently very important and she has a plan for how she's going to get it back now the thing is she's not going to stop at reclaiming the electric rose she wants everything she wants to take this family that's you know her family of origin but They don't really have anything to do with her. She wants to take them for like everything that they have because at the end of the day, she's pretty sure she deserves it. This reminds me of um, a Doris Mortman book that was written, I think like in the nineties. And it was kind of a similar thing with like this feuding family and they have this really illustrious dynasty and like there's all kinds of infighting, backstabbing, um, But it's set during a summer on Cape Cod, this particular book, not the Doris Mormon one. So I am very, very excited about this because I really like Jamie Brenner. Um, She just writes New England summers with such a freshness um, and her characters just like come to life in a way that I don't, I don't always think they do in, in women's fiction. But Jamie Brenner is incredible. This is Guilt, and it comes out on June 21st. I like Jamie Brenner a lot, too. Does anybody know what's a beautiful thing? Books? Yes. Books Books by favorite authors. When two books by favorite beloved authors are coming out on the same day. Yes. 
So it on June, thing. yes. And on June 7th, 2022, Maggie moves on. Yay! Yes. By Lucy Score will be in my hands and very quickly in my heart. I can't wait. So let's talk about Maggie. <coughs> Maggie is a house flipper extraordinaire and she's a YouTube sensation. And she's going to this little tiny town. I want to say it's Montana. It might be another state, but I think it's Montana. And all she has with her is a cot and a coffee maker. But she's ready. And the essentials. Yes. And she is absolutely. And she is going to just go in and flip this old crumbling Victorian mansion. She's going to do it in four months. She has the plans. She has the crew. The only thing that she did not anticipate was her very sexy landscaper whose name is Silas. And (laughs) Silas is like this chilled, layback guy. A lot of times he's shirtless and even sometimes surprisingly he's pantsless. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I know he is um, pants challenged, I guess, sometimes. <laughs> and he's pants, and, he's pants he impaired. Pants impaired. Pants yes. impaired. Oh, there we go. <laughs> you see Silas and his service school dropout dog. So I'm very curious if the service dog knows how to do some tasks, but is also naughty. Like, I really want to read a book about a service dog that, like, didn't make it, but can do things like open doors and, like, let itself out of the house or, like, turn on the lights. (laughs) That would make my whole life. So he and his um, service school dropout dog start to kind of really come around and kind of get under Maggie's defenses. And she doesn't have time for like a long-term relationship. She's busy. She, she does what she does best. She moves on. But throughout this hot, steamy summer, as their relationship heats up, you know, when he's pantsless, shirtless, (laughs) digging in the dirt. I added that. That wasn't really part of the synopsis. Dirty, (laughs) pantsless man with his muscles. She, he begins to, to get through all of the walls she's built around herself for years. And suddenly she wonders if doing what she does best moving on is going to be the best idea for her life. So if anyone else loves Lucy score with her whole heart, like I do, then please, yes. She can't. I don't think she could write a bad book. She could take like a computer and type bad book and then publish it. And I'd be like, oh, my God, that's the most wonderful book that Lucy Score has ever written. But I can basically guarantee guarantee you this will not be a bad book. So pick up Maggie Moves On by the incomparable Lucy Score. The amazing. It comes out on June 7th. Twenty twenty two. Like traditionally published book, right? Yes, like it's not- it is. Yes. Yeah. It's not a <laughs> yes. self-published book. What are the books that I love most, guys? Marriage Thrillers? Mm. Marriage and Trouble? Marriage. Book of these. Yeah. I feel like Nicholas is not, you know, he tried to answer the question. You see that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so this book is about a woman's seemingly perfect second marriage. 
second marriage. I mean, doing it once is hard enough. I don't know. So the book is called The Second Husband by Kate White. And this book Mm -hmm. is about a woman whose second marriage is rocked by the discovery of the death of her first husband. Wow, that's like a, a, a real, that's really twisty for me already. Like what? Funny how marriage is always seen perfect in the beginning of the book. So recovering from the, especially in thrillers, I know. It's always the husband, guys. It's always the husband. So recovering from the unsolved murder of her first husband, Derek, uh, 30-something Emma Hawk has built a new life now with Tom, who is her second husband, and he's also a handsome, successful, and loving widower who finally makes her feel safe again. Then one day, a police detective, maybe this will be the third husband, (laughs) shows up on the Connecticut house on the shore and wants to ask questions about Derek's death. Uh, Meanwhile, Emma is sure that she's been cleared of all suspicion in the days after the tragedy. But why is law enforcement taking another look now and questioning the timing of of her relationship with Tom. She hadn't even met him until Mm -hmm. after Derek's death. Then Emma is shocked to discover that she and her second husband, in fact, attended the same business dinner two months before Derek's murder. Could Tom, unbeknownst to Emma, have spotted her there? Could he have set his sights on her and orchestrated a plan to make her his wife, whatever the cost? Mm. I guess oh. we will never find out until we read this book. Oh. Because this fast-paced, expertly plotted novel will have you asking the age of question, age-old question, how well do you really know the ones you love until the last page? Not and this book scary. will be published on June 28th. And it is The Second Husband by Kate White. So Kate White is very, very interesting to me because she can write these like kind of silly cozies, but right. also these really dark, like, you know, twisty books too. So my second book is The Girl Who Survived. Ooh. Lisa by Lisa Jackson. Jackson. Is that it like The Boy out- Who Lived? Kind of. Harry Potter. It comes out on the June 28th, and it is about Cara McIntyre, who has all of her life, she's been the girl who survived. She was orphaned at age seven after a horrific killing spree at her family's cabin. Uh, And she has spent her whole life searching for some kind of normal because after that, you know, you kind of would search for normal. But the man who was convicted of the killings was her brother, Jonas, and he's been oh. released from prison. So the past oh. is going to come back to haunt her. And people close to her start to die horrible deaths. Um. And Kara is kind of losing it. Like she's slowly unraveling and she's pretty sure that she is the killer's ultimate target. 
So she survived once, but will she survive again? How many times can she be the girl who survived? That would be the question. And it will be answered on June 28th when the book called The Girl Who Survived by Lisa Jackson comes out. Um, can I just say that when Lisa Jackson, <clears throat> like when her books are like on, they are like five star, creepy, freaky, hide under my bed reads. And I love them. Mm-hmm. My next book that I'm going to talk about is The Hurricane Girl by Marcy Dermansky. This comes out June 21st, 20, I mean, I'm sorry, June 14th, 2022. This looks really good. This is about a woman named Allison who gets away from her abusive um, boyfriend who's a producer. And she gets away from this abusiveness and decides to buy a small house on the beach. She buys it with the money that she's been saving from writing and waitressing. But then a category three hurricane comes and destroys her house entirely. So she decides to go home with the cameraman who smashes her over the head with a vase. What the and hell? <laughs> <laughs> this looks really good. And then she decides that she's going to flee, although she wonders if she can drive, considering this cut on her head. She makes and it to her mother's house. Yeah, the hurricane. Falls in love with the surgeon that patched her up but while she's healing she's thinking of having revenge on it didn't really say but I'm guessing that the cameraman who bashed her over the head this looks I can't (laughs) wait to read this this comes out June 14th 2022 and it is called Hurricane Girl by Marcy Dermansky I can't wait to read that. That looks fun. Her first book uh, came out a couple of years ago and it's called something like Very Nice. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, this one, I, I don't think is very nice. No, <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. So I'm not sure if I've mentioned ever <laughs> that Stacey yeah. Reed is like one of my favorite authors in the history of my life. Have I made mention of this on a podcast episode? Oh, ever? Stacey oh, Reed, yeah. a time or two. Oh, you know. yeah. Really? I, I didn't. Yeah. Did you not know? Oh, yes. No. And <laughs> My Darling Duke is like one of my favorite historical romances of all yes. time. I might have mentioned that. So tonight, I'm super excited to tell you that she has a new series starting. And the first book comes out on June 28th. And it's called A Matter of Temptation, A Matter of Temptation, book one by the amazing and fabulous Stacey Reed. I especially love her first name. Props. Anyway, 
This book is about Wilhelmina, Mina Crawford. And Mina is secreted away on the family estate because of some terrible and reckless mistake she made in her youth. We don't know what it was. I have no idea. I'm sure it's something simply shocking, like showing some ankle or kissing someone at a bowl. But anyway, regardless of what it is, she's secreted away on the family estate and she helps her brother tend the land, but gets no credit for what she does because, of course, gasp, she is a woman. And so she, you know, has spent all these years like dreaming of actually living an amazing life. And yet she's sort of like confined to this estate for her past misdeeds. That is until her brother tells her just how dire the financial circumstances are and how close they are to losing everything. Oh dear. What does an enterprising young woman do in a situation such as this in England in the 19th century? Well, she tries to find a job. Gasp. But nobody wants to hire Miss Mina Crawford because she is in fact a woman. The only person willing to take a chance on her as a secretary, because at that moment in time, were there ever any female secretaries? Not hardly. However, the Earl of Creswick is willing to take a chance on the fiery young beauty because he is working tirelessly is Simon Lawton, the Earl of, what did I just say? Creswick. Creswick. He's working very tirelessly to get this bill passed, a reform bill, and he needs to get some of the more um, vulnerable constituents. Uh, it's going to support the most vulnerable constituents. Try saying that fast five times. And so as they work together and she's living beneath his roof, finally, Miss Mina Crawford feels like she is living life on her terms. She's actually having fun. And poor Simon, Earl of Creswick, is quite distracted by the redheaded, fiery devil who has taken up residence under his roof. And as they work together and their, ki- their kisses become more heated, it's not enough Ooh. of a fiery blade oh. to put out her past and the secrets <laughs> that can ruin them both forever. I love Stacey Reed. Her books are always great. Her heroes are complex. The women are always smart and interesting. And the writing is just delightful. And I am sure this book will be no different. So on June 28th, do make sure to pick up a copy of A Matter of Temptation, A Matter of Temptation, book one by the amazing, fabulous, wonderful Stacey Reed. I love her. I know. I do too. Okay, so for my third book, I know that I have told the book Beastresses about this book, and I am sh- I am certain that if you have not read it, it is not because I did not beg. <laughs> I think so. Brooke has obeyed you. Okay, um, <laughs> I think she's the only one. So, um, so we're going to talk about a book. It is called Cold Silence by Tony Anderson. And before I get into this book, we are going to kind of, we're going to re- rewind 13 books previously oh. and talk mm. about A Cold Dark Place by Tony Anderson. And I don't understand this. why you book beastresses, my friends, 
lovely ladies are not read have not read this yet because it's on my personally, that count. I, yeah, I have it. I just haven't read it. I, get read it faster, because <laughs> a a cold dark place is about Alex Parker, who is an assassin. So he's super broody. Like his the whole book is him brooding like a broody McBrooderson, and and then Mallory, who's a rookie FBI agent. So oh. and and how she's trying to solve the murders of like there's some things happening that remind her of, of her well this does have a twin in it and the twin oh. does yes but you shouldn't let that stop you the brooding should be more that stops that <laughs> should be it should have like more of a weight than the fact that there is a that there is a twin evil that twin. that well no this is a twin that um dies which is oh. not a spoiler. We know it. So, <laughs> um, but I it is Stacey, so like passing. No, like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't, I mean, I don't want there to be dead twins, but that's better to me than evil twin. Cause yeah. I was always, ah, cast, okay. I was always cast as the evil twin. So I get a little, I get my back up just a little bit. No, 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 not evil. No, it, it's so good. <laughs> it's such a good book. So much like, you know, like deep in the heart of the, you know, Southern town. And there's like some political intrigue. Mm. And like, it is. So Alex in the Alex in that series, he, in that first book is an assassin and he, he is like a cuter version of Dexter. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and so, and he murders them a little less um, brutally than Dexter. He usually just shoots them. He shoots like serial, he shoots, like serial killers and child molesters and sexual predators. And um, yeah, and he's an assassin. And he is like super like in dark. Everything is dark. His whole world is dark. There is no light. He is cold. He's cold and his heart is frozen. Until so now. Whoa. So now we're going to fast forward to 13 books. And, you know, this is romantic suspense. Um so now Alex has Alex has an agency and I won't tell you how he got it, but he has one now. And in this agency is a hacker. Ooh. And I think that her name is Yale. It's either Yale or Yael. I can say Yale easier. easier. So <laughs> Yale is, um, is a hacker and there is a man named Shane and Shane is um I think he's an agent of some kind or something along those lines. And he gets injured in an op and, and the op also kills one of his teammates because what is happening is that there is a serial killer or, um, well, I guess technically he's not a serial killer, but a serial kidnapper Ooh. who is grabbing people off of the streets and auctioning them so that you can kill them in different ways, in different ways. Ooh, like you oh, a buyer. Yeah. So this is going to be intense. Wow. Um, and it is, it, I am really looking forward to this. Um, I will say that Tony Anderson is very, well, first she's super sweet. Um, I follow her on Twitter. So she's super sweet, but her, she's very graphic and she is, she does not really pull any punches. Um, so you should know that whatever book you're getting into with her, like it's going to, it is going to be like a high octane ride. And um, 
and Yale and Shane have to learn how to trust each other because she has secrets and she's a hacker. And so, and they're having to go like on the dark web and like untangle, um, oh untangle God, things. I need this. And they say Sorry. that it's like a bloody <laughs> game of cat and mouse. Okay. Um, <clears throat> as they try to figure out who it is, um, like, like who is, who is doing this. So, so, mm. you know, it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. So again, this book is called cold silence, um, book 14 and it is by Tony Anderson. And that book also comes out on June 14th. Mm. So my last book is vacation land, which is like the perfect title for summer. This is by Meg Mitchell Moore, who is an author that I have wanted to check out for a while. Um, I own several of her books and I just have never read them. So Vacation Land is the story of Louisa. And Louisa is heading home to her parents for the summer. She's bringing her three kids with her and this manuscript that she needs to finish. Now she's left her husband back home in Brooklyn and things are kind of on the rocks for them. He has this startup company that he's like convinced is going to be the next big thing, but he's so focused on making it work that he's not really participating in life with Lisa and their kids. So he swears that if this like next little bit of time doesn't do what he needed to do, then he will abandon the startup and he will sort of, you know, pick up the reins again. So she doesn't know if she believes him, but she has to head home to Maine because her father, who is a judge and kind of a, a pillar of this small town where they live, he has some Alzheimer's stuff going on and her mother isn't dealing with it very well. And so Louisa just feels like she needs to be home. So she and her kids head to Maine and she's hoping that just like spending some time back, like where she grew up, like maybe it'll put things in perspective. Maybe she won't be so like resentful of her husband. So while she's in Maine, she's working on the manuscript and she's helping her mom take care of her dad. And one of her children discovers this letter that's hidden somewhere in the house. And this letter seems to hint at a dark secret from her father's past. And she's not really sure like how to reconcile this because her father, you know, is his memory isn't good anymore. So it's not like she can really ask him about this thing and be confident that he's like giving her, you know, all the information. So she's just, she's not sure how to handle it. We also meet Christy who kind of has the opposite problem of Louisa. Like Louisa is very, I don't know, like disenchanted with her life. And Christy just feels that like her life is, is too good for her. She has this great boyfriend. She has no idea how she like managed to get a guy like him. Um, she has secrets in her past and she's worried that, you know, eventually they're going to like come to light and this perfect life that she's crafted for herself will be shattered. So she is also heading to Maine um, for a reason that I don't know. I kind of wonder if like something about her um, ties in with the secret from Louisa's father's past. Um, but this looks like 
kind of that perfect blend of like family saga, uh, women's fiction, maybe a little bit of mystery. Um, Brooke really likes Meg Mitchell Moore. She read um, Two Truths and a Lie either last year or the year before and has told me a few times that she thinks that I would really enjoy this author. So this is Vacation Land. It's by Meg Mitchell Moore and it comes out on June 14th. That sounds good. Yes, it does. And I'm just sorry like that the so name. many people have secrets, floof. So have you ever waited a year to talk about a book? Because yes. Yes. I have, I have, I have. I've waited a whole year since Kristen Higgins, my most beloved favorite author, posted a little excerpt of Out of the Clear Blue Sky, which is coming out on June 7th. I know I don't even know what I'm going to do with my life. So out of the clear blue sky is about Lily and Lily is a mom. She is a, um, I think it's called a nurse midwife and she's very used to caring for others, not so much herself. And it is a completely out of left field feeling when after she starts to cope with being an empty nester, her, son gets ready to go off to college and her husband leaves her for another woman. Oh, I know. And Lily is shocked because she is actually not heartbroken. She's pissed. (laughs) She's furious. And she suddenly feels that all these years she's cared for other people and she hasn't cared for herself. She doesn't know how to be alone and she's going to live her life to the fullest, even if that means showing up at her ex's wedding dressed as the angel of death. <laughs> and then maybe it may not be the best well thought out plan, but releasing a skunk into his new fancy home might be a really, really <laughs> wonderful for her mental health and her well being. <laughs> and suddenly <laughs> Lily begins to discover this whole new group of people supporting her in her life, a whole new cast of people. So she starts really leaning on her glamorous sister. So I love it when it's like sisters who don't get along and then they have to come together and they've kind of been estranged, estranged. Yes. And they don't really get along, but now in her time of need, her sister is there. And then very interestingly, and I don't know why the synopsis says, like he helps babysit. I'm a little confused by the words babysit. Who's going to babysit? I don't know. But Ben, this guy that like was the driver in a car accident that almost killed her like 20 years ago. He's like this. He's he helps babysit and <laughs> they get closer together. I don't maybe understand he helps where that. Babysit the skunk. Maybe. Or maybe. <laughs> he maybe helps, he's a skunk sitter. Or maybe I don't he know. babysits the angel of death costume. Maybe. Ooh. But then. There's also her ex's very sad and lonely niece who just really seems to need somebody to care in her life. And so while all these things come out of nowhere, out of the clear blue sky, suddenly Lily begins to realize that maybe this new life might be rich and beautiful and where she can really become the person she was meant to be. So if you love Kristen Higgins, 
I do a fraction, a fraction as much as I do. Then I highly recommend that on June 7th, you are ready to click the order button and purchase out of the clear blue sky. Because that's what I'm going to be doing along with so many other books that day. Oh my God. That's going to be a painful day. How are we going to prioritize? So many good books. We're not. We're just going to buy them all with joyous abandon. I need this book. So my last book is called The German Wife by Kelly Rimmer. And oh my gosh, I am done. This is probably the book I'm looking forward to the most of all of them. And it's about World War War II, which is my favorite period in history. And I guess my baby likes this period in history as well. Um, And this book is inspired by a true story, which is about this operation. It's called Operation Paperclip. And honestly, I didn't even know this existed until I saw this book was going to come out. And when I saw this book was going to come out, I researched this. And this this is a, a legit thing. So Operation Paperclip was a controversial secret U.S. intelligence program that employed former Nazis of World War II. Are we surprised? Oh, I oh. a bit. Mm. Yes, I think we should I was, employ any Nazis. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. So this book starts in Berlin, Germany, 1930, when the Nazi Nazis rose into power in Germany. And this book is about Sir Sophie Vermeil Rhodes and her academic husband, whose uh, name is Georgian, and they benefit from the new military regime. And the new elective chancellor offers Georgian a higher level position in their burgeoning rocket program, even though they fiercely oh. oppose the radical views of the people in power and Hitler, especially. Uh, they don't want to join his ranks but soon it becomes clear that if Georgian does not accept the job their income will be taken away then their children and then their lives Jeez. Mm. then we move 20 years later to Huntsville Alabama 1950 <laughs> and uh, Georgian is one of the many German scientists who was pardoned and granted a position in the America's uh, space program Oh. oh, and for Sophie, this is a chance to leave the horrors of her past behind. But when rumors about the Rhodes family reach the neighbors about them being affiliated with the Nazi party, idle gossip turns to bitter rage and the act of violence that ensues tears apart a family and leaves the community to wonder, was it an act of vengeance or justice? This novel explores important questions that are highly relevant to our world today and the name of this novel is the german wife by kelly rimmer now i enjoyed very much her warsaw warsaw orphan book it was so Mm -hmm. good and so raw and basically all the books she she writes i have enjoyed them very much so i cannot wait till june 28th because that's going to be an epic book day it's always at the end of the month right Right. I know. At the end of the I month. like the first week and the last week. I yeah. Know, those are my yeah. favorites. So I saved my most anticipated book for last. And it is More Than You'll Ever Know by Katie Gutierrez. 
and it comes out on June 7th, which I think has like the biggest book day for this picks. It's like so many things come out that day. So this is a dual timeline novel. Those are always, yeah. In 1985, we're with Dolores Lore Rivera and she goes to Mexico and marries Andre Russo. But the thing is, she already has a husband and they have twins. But she's already married to Fabian Rivera in Laredo, Texas. Yeah. So she's an international banker. So she has a career that allows her to carry on this double life where she splits her time between two countries and two families until the truth is revealed. And one of her husbands gets arrested for murdering the other husband. Oh, (laughs) yeah. In 2017, while trolling the internet for the latest most sensational newsworthy crimes, we've got a struggling crime writer, Cassie Bowman, and she encounters uh, an article about this very event. And she wants to uncover why this woman wanted to live this double like double life like what made what what made that happen um so i don't know how she's gonna discover that but she's enticed and she's got an opportunity and she goes she talks to lore she spends a lot of time with her and the more time she spends with her it's like the the more questions she has around the event and what really did happen. And so it's told through the alternating timelines and it's a gripping mystery. And I'm, I really think it looks good. So it is more than you'll ever know by Katie Gutierrez. And it comes out on June 7th. (laughs) I just, this looks so good. It looks so good. Yeah, I want to read this today. I was really excited when I saw it. This next book I'm going to talk about is called Trouble with the Cursed by Kim Harrison. It comes out June 14th, 2022. Um, I really need to catch up on this series. I think I stopped at book 14. This is book 16. Well, you're not um, too far behind. No, I'm not. Rachel is back living her life as the new, I could not pronounce that word, Shannon. I'm just saying, um, kind of an ambassador of, of where she lives between the magical and the human world. And she's really happy because Ivy is coming back to stay with her. Ivy, but Ivy's bringing someone from the undead council since they're accusing Rachel of murdering. Um, I think it was a 
a, a, not a sensei, but a, a scion, murdering a scion. Oh. And now she says she did not absolutely do that, but she only did it a little bit. So you only murder someone a little that, bit? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Um, but she has to turn to her the person that guides her with her demon half, which is Al. Oh, yes. So, but the problem is Al wants to get rid of her and will do stop at nothing to make that happen. So this is Troubled with the Cursed by Kim Harrison, which comes out June 14th. I love this series so much. I know that the person on this podcast who is going to be most excited about my third book besides me is Shannon. Yeah. Because I know, I know how much Shannon enjoys books that include ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) So I am talking tonight about a new to me author and she's a new to me author because this is her actual adult debut. I am talking about the book is called the dead romantics. And the author is Ashley Postan. And this book comes out on June 28th. Florence Day is a ghostwriter for a prolific romance author. And she's having this little tiny bitty issue, though. Because after a breakup, a really bad, awful breakup, Florence Day no longer believes in love. It's dead. It's gone. Oh, no. It's crap. And she can't write. And her new book editor, who, as the blurb describes, is a mountain of a man, <laughs> is like so not understanding about this and is not going to give her any sort of extension to her deadline. So Florence is worried that she is about to kiss her career fairly well. When she gets a phone call that no one ever wants to receive, and it is that she needs to return home to her small town, her small oh. southern town where she hasn't been in 10 years. Small because for you, Stacey. That's right. Because her father has died. Oh, no. Oh. And so this is very upsetting to her because, of course, she loves her father. So she has to go back to this town. And it's a town of people that never really understood her. And you know, even though she really enjoys like being back, like on us, like nice, like the Southern nights, she's kind of missed that. And she really has missed her very kind of eccentric and loving family and their funeral parlor. She just sort of feels <laughs> oh. like, you know, being back here is just like not working for her because she's just very unhappy and she hates the town. And then one day when she's back in her small Southern town, who should she see at the door of the funeral home? But her book editor, except oh, no. it's not is he dead. He is dead. And what? he, like she, is quite oh. confused about how he ended up there and how is he dead. But you see this the book editor, man? the mountain mm-hmm. of a man. Yes. yes. Okay. And whilst they're both confused why she is seeing this ghost and while she is trying to help him with his unfinished business. She's going to learn some things about herself and maybe about him. The ghosts are bad. 
Do they no. embalm the mountain of a man? He'll have no, no. body to return to. No. Do they keep him a in a drawer in the I freezer? Don't know. I don't know. All I know is this book looks delightful. It's about like figuring out love stories. It's about maybe love might be dead. And so is her editor. And what is she going to do about it? What is she going to do about it? I'm super excited about this. This is called The Dead Romantics. And it's by Ashley Poston. And it comes out on June 28th. And like, I just don't even know what to do with myself because there are so many books coming out on June 7th and June 28th. And like, I'm just going to be overjoyed with all the books that I have to read. But I know that especially Shannon will be excited to read about the dead book editor who is now a ghost. I know it because she loves ghost books so much. So this concludes our look at books coming out in June. There are a bunch of great ones. June can't come fast enough. Thank you to Stacy, Sarah, Mika, Georgina, Natalia, and Christine for joining me tonight. And of course, Christine gets double credit once again for both (laughs) her participation and her editing. We also want to thank each and every one of you who joined us each week as we talk about great books. If you would like to leave us a rating or a review, you can do that on Apple Podcasts or any other platform that you use to access the show. Not only does it tell us what you think, but it also helps other people find us when they're looking for book-related podcasts. Um, It kind of advances us in the Google algorithm. So I will be back next Tuesday morning with an author interview and, of course, the guide to new releases. And some number of us will be back on Friday with more bookish greatness. Take care, everybody. All right. All right. Stop recording. Stop recording. Yes, recording stopped. It didn't stop yet, though. Yes, it. No, I'm. How do you know? Right now, I coughed, choked, and gagged, and you missed it because it will stay. (laughs) Oh, recording. Someone can get this. Oh, child. Sarah will get him. Never fear. I will jump on her broomstick. Broomstick. (laughs) <laughs> and fl-